Hello, this is Coach Tim Campbell, and I'm your host for the Self-Made is a Myth, Make a Difference Together show, where we're talking with successful business owners to hear their stories of the journey to building their business. And because we know that achieving success in business is not something that we can do on our own, we recognize the folks who helped us to excel. Today, I'm excited to have a fellow business owner from Indiana with us. My guest uh, can... Uh, can come across as an extrovert, but is actually more of an introvert. In his downtime, he loves working in the yard, and he's most proud of the influence that he has had on his growing family. It's my pleasure to welcome Adrian to the show today. Hello, Adrian. Hello, Tim. Well, hey, let's have you start with uh, introducing yourself and tell us a little bit of your personal story, like where you were born, where you live, about your family, and some of your hobbies. Great. Well, um, thank you. So I was born in Wisconsin, and um, and my parents, uh, when I was younger, were in outdoor dramas, which is really a, a unique scenario. So we moved around a little bit, um, and and so um, so we moved from Wisconsin to Arkansas, Tennessee. Uh, then I came to to Indiana. And then I went to Illinois, to Chicago for a few years, and then met my wife while I was in Chicago. And um, she's from Indiana, and so we've we've resided in Indiana. So I have a lovely wife, um, uh, Nikki, and uh, three wonderful children. And um, we are actually looking to possibly adopt. So because our kids are, are older and, and out of the house, and we're still young and and have uh, have energy, we. We've, um, it's a big part of our family, um, our extended family, our parents, my parents adopted, her parents adopted. And so we're looking at it. If, if, um, if uh, everything works out, I think we, we, we are looking to, to adopt. So um, it is a growing family. So thank you. You said that, that earlier. So um, we live now in Kokomo, Indiana, and uh, we've recently, um, we, we've been here uh, about a year, and we've recently moved the business, television, um, and NLG Industries um, to Kokomo as well. And so we're, we're, we love it here because we've been called and there's a purpose for us being here, but we didn't know anything about Kokomo. We didn't know any people in Kokomo, but, but we're starting to get, to get settled and, and to be a part of the, the community here. So very, very exciting. So um, that's a little bit about, about me. Hopefully that helps. Yeah. Thank you so much. So, um, what's a funny story that your family likes to share about you that you'd be willing to, to tell us today? Oh, well, it goes a little bit to the extrovert introvert. And so, um, you know, I love to meet people. So that's, looks like I'm really an extrovert and I do, I will talk to anybody, um, at, at any time. And so I loved it to, to meet people and to figure out what makes them tick and their story. And I love to, to get into all that aspect of it. And sometimes it gets me in trouble. So, um, so, so I used to look for things that, you know, my family would, would always be like, you know, focus, focus, dad, focus, because we'd be out, out, you know, at the store or at a restaurant or whatever. And, and I'd be, you know, scoping the crowd for for something in common for me to start a conversation <laughs> and so um so i was actually at a at a, a conference and um and uh and and um i saw someone in the morning and they 
had shorts on because we were at a conference in, in, in Florida. And, um, and, and so I had a chance to talk to him briefly. Well, in the afternoon, they came back to the conference and they had, they had pants on. And so me and my, you know, thinking I'm, I'm jovial, but, you know, wanting to start a conversation with anyone, I, I, you know, yelled across the room and said, hey, great to see you with pants on. And <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as I said that, I was like, can I reel that back you know, quickly? So. So my family loves to to tell that story, and and uh, I was extremely embarrassed, but I laugh I laugh at myself, and so you know if it makes someone else laugh, I'm I'm good with it. But yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic, Adrian. <laughs> so tell us uh, how the business came about, and at what point did you have the confidence that you could run your own business? Yeah, so that's a great question. So I've actually failed at more businesses that I've been successful at. So tried, uh, tried to start businesses in the past. I've always been in the technology arena. And, um, and, and so, uh, so I love technology. I love between operations and, and building um, and, and starting companies. I, I really love it. Um, but as I've aged in life, um, and I've, as I've gotten closer to my Heavenly Father, which I'll talk about later, you know, it's really been... Um, you know, through, through those, those pieces and, and really in the confidence and, and actually, um, you know, that the, the television came about really from, uh, from, from me working with, with IBM. And currently before we started television, I was recruiting companies for IBM. So I would talk to, to, to other technology firms that weren't using IBM software, hardware, whatever. And, you know, I try to talk them into saying, Hey, the world would be, would be better place if, if you worked with IBM and just embedded IBM into your current service offering or into your current product or whatever that, that is. Well, um, a friend of mine as IBM, you know, is always buying and selling companies. He, uh, IBM bought an HR suite of, uh, uh, called Conexa and, um, and he was put in charge of the channel. Well, they, IBM always has a, a channel presence in whatever products. Well, this company didn't have a channel. So I, I said, well, hey, I'll, you know, I'm recruiting. I'll recruit some companies and help build your channel, right? So I went and found some, some companies. So make a long story short, they all said no. And so we looked at each other and said, why don't we start a business? And it was kind of a joke at first, but then, <laughs> but then actually through a few, few more conversations, we we started television and, and it just, you know, took, took off from there. So um, it was really, you know, some, some things are in the right place at the right time, but right. others are, you know, reducing that risk of, uh, you know, of, of just saying, Hey, we're, we're, we're going to do this. So, so yeah, so that's what kind of started um, television. And, and so. Uh, Wonderful. Yeah. So Adrian, tell us more about television. What do you guys do and, and how do you help folks? Yeah, so great, great question. We love to be an active part of, of the communities. And, and so what we do is we is we sell. So Televation is the combination of talent and elevation. So Televation. So um, we help, you know, elevate talent. So that's really our mission. And so we work with companies who are looking to hire or we look with companies that have employees. And it's really that wide open. So in the six years that we've been uh, in operations at Television, 
We have uh, about 3,500 clients ranging from GM Financial and, and um, in large Aldi's and, and large uh, retail firms to state and local governments, to higher education, to mom and pops and everybody in between. So um, we, we do work um, all over the US. Um, that's where we started and we had our first contract with IBM was, was US presence, mm -hmm. but we do you know business in, in all the states. Well now um, we've partnered with a company called uh, SHL out of London and now our, our reach is beyond the US as well. So we do a little bit of, of global. It's, it's small, but we're, we're starting to breach outside of that. But we really work with, with people. We have assessments that um, really help um, identify putting the right people in the right seat. Mm -hmm. So making sure that part of the process, it's very cumbersome. Um, and, and really, you know, you know most companies uh, need to hire and they struggle at it in, in uh, many regards. So, um, you know, so some are, are, are not real good at, um, at getting the right people to do the interview process um, and having a, a cohesive team um, and, and others, you know, just are like, hey, this is the, these are the key words that we're looking for, but really diving under that. So for instance, we have a, a Microsoft Excel so if you ask most people, do you know anything about Excel? Everybody would say, yes, I've used it, you know, but, but how have they used it? You know, what do they know within Excel? Do they need to know pivot tables? Do they need to know, you know, some of the, the formulas and, and how to do that? Or, or do they need, just need to know the basics of it? So we have a basic assessment. We have an intermediate and a, an advanced. Oh, that's great. And so, but the other part of it is, is you know most companies are also looking to to um, to invest in their in current employees. How do we you know how how do we make them better? Mm -hmm. um, if they're better people, um, they're also better employees generally. And so we also like to work with companies and 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 these assessments and say, hey, let's find out where they are, and then after that, um, find out how you can invest in in them. So. That's really, you know, what we do um, all day long. And, and so we have a, a small team of eight. Um, this is a small team, but we're able to support. Uh, we use technology a lot um, to, I like to say, technology does technology things and people do people things. And so, um, yeah, I don't like to use technology to replace people. But I also don't like people to, you know, to be redundant of, of you know, adding information and, and doing things that technology could do to make them more efficient. So it's a good blend. Wonderful. So, Adrian, um, in this environment uh, with, you know, having such a challenge finding people, I've got to imagine that, excuse me, <coughs> sorry, I have what? to imagine that you're, you're getting a lot of people reaching out to to have you help them in this, in this uh, little bit of an uh, upside down marketplace. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a very interesting, you know, COVID has impacted all of us in one way or another. Um, and, and so, yes, our, our sales were down through COVID, but, um, but now it's starting to come back, but regardless of, you know, the, the, that conversation, I think everyone's um, sick of talking about that. 
um, it's it's definitely a, a different environment, and I think we all can can understand that as well. And so we've we've um, been able to to adapt and and you know hold conversations of and really help people through this you know changing environment. And we also have tools that you know virtual tools, so we can do assessments where you can watch someone take the assessment, um, and so you know so that really helps to make sure it's the right person, but also it helps to to bring you closer together, even if you can't be in the same room or, you know, so, so we have those virtual tools and, and that's been really great for us to, to, um, to help people leverage and really build and adapt and, and you know, still. And, and the other piece of it is, is um, you know, it's one thing to test somebody on, do you know Microsoft Excel? Do you know accounting? Do you know how to drive a forklift? I mean, we have a lot of different assessments. And that's the skills side, but now there's also the behavioral side of, uh, and that it's not just your personality, it's your propensity to, to, you know, are you a quick learner? Are you a team member? Are you, are you loyal? Are you those things that are all work related behavioral traits yes. that, and that's a big part of, of what we're doing now as well as, is trying to, to find, you know, help companies find the right people that they can invest in. Yes. You know, is this person a risk? Is this is person really, you know, they don't have all the skills, but again, if you know where they are and they're 60% of the way there, but you know how to get them to 80, 90% of the way there, then, you know, it's not as big of a risk and it's, you know, but it's also, you know, is that person going to be around, you know, yes. if you invest in them, yes. um, are they a quick learner? So, do you, you know, do you have to spend a lot of time with them or can you kind of point them in the direction and, and, you know, they, they, you know, are good at, at, at finding out some other things. So, so that kind of stuff is, is really, um, is really helping clients as well during, during this current uh, um, business venture that we're on. So, yeah. I, I love those tools because we talk with our clients a lot about the fact that you can teach skills, but you can't teach cultural fit. Right? Right. And so if we, if we, end up hiring somebody that we learn after the fact that they're not, you know, they don't share the same values and beliefs that we do as a company or as a business owner. And they're not a, a fit to the way that we do things. It doesn't matter if they're perfect at the, the skills that are needed because ultimately it's not going to be a long-term fit in the organization. So I like that your, your assessments allow folks to understand both, right? Is there a cultural fit as well as uh, do they have the, the skills um, and to your point, if they don't have all the skills, you know, are they able to learn those skills and, and gives that guidance to the, the business in terms of where to invest in their training and development? Yeah. Yeah. We've used it internally within Televation too. We had, we had a, for instance, we had a guy who, um, who is a long-term salesperson and we don't do a lot of face-to-face, -to -face, you know, knocking on doors and things like that. We sell a SaaS tool, you know, software as a service tool. So we do a lot of demos. We do a lot of conversations over the phone. We do a lot of support and in training, um, you know, through webinars and things like that. But um, so he had a lot of the backgrounds of, of what we, of what we thought would be successful. Well, um, he didn't know technology. So we're a heavily driven technology company. And so he really struggled great on the phone, great talking to people, great personal skills, but he didn't, you know, know, know how to use 
the technology that we use every day and and it's a big part of of our business and so um so we ended up having to let him go and it was you know that's not what any company wants to do he was a great guy it, you know it, it was you know it was very very hard as a as a business owner it's hard to do that um maybe some people are better at, at it than others but me personally i don't like to to do that so it was like okay you need to really look at you know some of the additional skills outside of like you said just the you know just the um you know do you know how to talk to people do you know how you know do you know anything about sales do you know there's so many other aspects of you know will you be a, a good employee will you be a a positive part of the culture right. um you know will you be a, a good teammate or will you be good at on your own some people need a team around them and they need other people to talk to they need those water cooler conversations and all those right. things that yeah. that we not you know as a society we may not be in a position to offer that anymore and so we need to know um you know what what those those intricacies look like so absolutely so adrian share a story where someone pushed you or inspired you that you could do it even though maybe you thought you couldn't and what was the impact that that person had yeah, uh, great, great question. So, um, so it's going to be an odd story, but bear with me. Bear with me through this. So, so when we started Televation, and because I had been um, unsuccessful at a couple other business ventures, my wife actually said, "If Televation is not successful, I'm going to leave you." So you're like, "Wow, right?" And and so I'm not paying. I love my wife. She's an awesome person. She just don't settle for for my second best, right? And so she was, so at first I was like, holy cow, you know, are, are you know, are you with me or not, right? I mean, this is not a, a good start. But then afterwards I got to thinking about it and it was really her saying, look, you gotta come, you gotta come at this, not just like you did in the past, not just about the successful, not successful part. What she was really saying is, you've got to focus, Adrian. You know, this this can be successful. You you just need to focus and, and not do it just flippantly like you did some, you know, some things in the past. And so it really turned out. And so you're like, wow, that's your story. But it really turned out to be a, a very positive part in, in my life after I uh, um really thought about it and it was like you know that was probably one of the and it really drove me i'm like you know being a guy i'm like i want to show you right, <laughs> right so yeah. really it really drove me to to focus it really drove me to and it really caused me to to go to the heavenly father and say what the heck is this this is the you know this is the helpmate you gave me and <laughs> it was really him showing me a different view of the situation right and so it really, it, you know, so I love telling the story because my wife is awesome and, and it really helped me, you know, push me to, to really focus and, and get television started. That's fantastic. I, I love the, the helpmate analogy. Right? And um, oftentimes, you know, so the, the, the saying that opposites attract, I've seen to be very true um, with all of the, the couples that I interact with. And and it can be both a, a blessing and a, and a frustration of, right? We usually rub, you know, like this with our opposite, yeah. but we truly need our opposite to see, you know, the other perspective and the other point of view. And, and together we make each other whole. Yeah. Well said, well said. And that's it. She's awesome. She really is, is um, my soulmate. She really is 
someone that, you know, that were, was put in my life for a positive, but we are completely opposite. <laughs> so we, we figured out how to, how to blend those and, and how to, to capitalize off of our, you know, our differences and not let it divide it, divide us like it did early in our marriage. So, Fantastic. Um, so agent, what's your biggest learning as a business owner? You know, it's, um, this is not going to be rocket science. You've probably heard this uh, many times, but it's, it's really the failures, um, and the people around me. So, um, you know, those are probably two huge, huge pieces. Um, and it's not just the people on our team. It's also, you know, some, some other, uh, pe people. So, um, I'll tell you a, a quick story and I've got stories for everything, but, um, but there was, I don't know if you ever heard of a guy by the name of Ben Tankard. So Ben Tankard um, is actually a, a jazz musician that, um, that God gave him the ability to play piano overnight as a child. And he plays it at a very high level. And so now not, not only does he do concerts and that, but you know he tells stories in the middle of his songs and that as well. And so he was telling a story about him sitting next to to someone at a um, he, he lives in Memphis playing the blues and jazz and that um, and and so he was at a Memphis Grizzlies game and um, he was sitting next to someone and and after that they got up you know they were sitting in the, uh, um, the um, you know coach's box or press you know not press box but you know uh, um, and so after they got up someone next to him on the other side said do you know who that was. And he said, no, I, I, I have no clue who, who it was. And he said, that guy owns a hundred companies. And when he said that within me, there was a voice that said, said, you can't even get one company started, right? And so it was like, this guy has, and so it really, it really you know, um, you know, through, again, not someone who was a part of the team, Ben Tanker didn't even, he doesn't even know to this day, maybe he'll hear this podcast, but he doesn't even know that that impacted me and, and you know, set me on a trajectory. Yeah. So it's not just the people in the day-to-day, -day, which I love, the people around me and, and my family and, and my friends and, and, and other people, you know, like you that are in, in the business, just trying to help people be successful in, in business. Um, but it's, you know, the people that, that are sent into your life that, that you don't know. So really the moral of his story was, was you've got to be ready because generally people come into your life, not by coincidence, not by, you know, I don't believe in, in just luck. Um, you know, I believe that there's, you know, divine connections of, of people that are put in, in your life and you've got to be ready to have a conversation with them. You've got to be ready to, to say, I'm not just looking at the outside of someone, you know, um, you know, you never know the, the greatness of, that are in people around you every day. And so it's really neat as I get older to, that's why I love talking to people because not so I can get something from them, but it's, there's something for me to learn from, from about everybody that, that, that I talk to, something they have to, to give. Everyone has value. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. So um, Adrian, we know that business success doesn't happen in isolation. So tell us um, of one of your biggest challenges during the years and a fellow business owner who came alongside of you to help you get through that? Yeah, great, great question as well. Um, so early on um, at Televation, um, you know, selling IBM software, generally IBM sold, you know, million dollar deals. 
So they didn't do a lot of credit card transactions. Well, at Televation, we do a lot of, of credit card transactions. So, you know, we'll do 10,000 transactions a year for technology that's, you know, not rare these days, but for IBM, it was rare. So, so not only do we have to start from, from scratch, um, but we also had to add that and, and you know, being new, um, you don't just go to a bank and say, hey, I need, you know, this credit line or, you know, don't go to a merchant services company, you know, for their credit card transactions and, and, and say, um, you know, hey, sign, sign us up. We're good to go. And, you know, there's a real process and people are looking at you. So there was a lot of no's of people saying, no, you're too, you're too, you know, I don't, I don't like your business and, and you're too new, not enough history for us to, you know, too much of a risk. So we, had, we found a company out of Chicago. And, um, and so we did our first 60 transactions with them and everything was smooth. And then, then all of a sudden, out of the blue, they, um, and it's a long story for another time, but they basically said, just start cutting us off. And, and, and basically said, hey, we we're not comfortable with, with um, you know, our relationship. And they just, over, overnight, they refunded all 60 of those transactions. They gave the money back. We didn't know it until after the fact. And so then now we have to pick up and go back to those 60. So it's not like, you know, and, and explain and maybe resell them or whatever. And, um, and then pick up a new merchant service, you know, company all, all at the same time. So it was a really, you know, really trying time for, for us. And, and really, you know, I mean, talk about a huge impact to your business. Um, it, it was, it was huge. And so I, um, there used to be three business partners at Televation. And so, um, one was, was, um, was a private uh, partner. So he wasn't in a lot of the day to day, but the other one was. And so the other one who was in the business, he basically was like, look, you know, we, um, so, so I'm, I'm over here reeling on, you know, mad at, you know, the company and just the whole situation. And, and I'm kind of spending too much of the emotional side. And he's over here on the other side, you know, going, okay, you know, we have to, we have to shift and pivot. And so, um, so we were using QuickBooks and for, for our financials. And, and, um, and so he basically had called QuickBooks and, and said, Hey, what, um, you know, what can we do? Here's our scenario. And, and we picked up with, with QuickBooks and, and, and it was a better, it turned out better after it was all said and done, we were able to go back to all 60 of those and renew them on, you know, you know to buy again and apologize and, and work with them. And so really, worked out great, but it was a really trying time. Wow. <laughs> that that sounded a little out. stressful. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So Adrian, if, uh, if I asked you to pick three people in your business owner journey that you're most grateful for being there um, for your business's growth, who are those three people and how they help you? Yeah. So on earth, so the most important is our heavenly father. He's really, I mean, he's the CEO, he's the CEO of, of television. Um, and so he's, he's the biggest, but three on three people on earth is, I would say my wife. Um, and, and I already told you one of the stories, but, but she's really, um, you know, we've been married 25 years and she's really, really good at, at, um, at helping and, and pushing and, and uh, that kind of stuff. And so then and another, I would say, um, you know, my other two 
business partners that um, even though we're not, you know, partners in this day, both of them were very huge part. And, and so uh, Steve Bingham is, is one. And so he was, he was a huge part of, of us um, and, and just, you know, not just television, but, but in business and in general, so many things I've learned uh, through that. And then Scott Abbott is the other and Scott, um, Scott is great for, for those that know Scott in the business world. He does a lot of business coaching in that as well. And so Scott's really very helpful, extremely helpful. And still to this day, Scott and I have a great relationship and uh, we bounce back and forth. So, but there are obviously many more, but those are, are three that are at the top of my head. Awesome. So tell me a little bit more about uh, God being the CEO. Perfect. Yes. Um, yeah. When we started Televation, God basically said, I'm, I'm, this is a platform that's financially going to help you do the other things that I've called you to do in life. So I was like, okay, what does that mean? I've never had that happen before. Right. And so, um, and so I didn't know what, what that meant. And so as we were getting together and again, there were three partners and I, and, and Scott, for instance, said, no, I've been the CEO of every company I've ever been a part of, you know, no, I said, well, um, no, you, you're, you're not. And so got to the stage where we were like, well, we're not going to start television. And I knew it was very specific that we needed to, to, to do this because God was like, no. And so Scott looked at me and said, well, why do you get to be the CEO? I said, I'm not the CEO either, nor is Steve. Right. And so then after we all thought about it and, and spent some time on it, we're all okay. Okay, let's go. We don't know what this means, but you know, but it was very clear that we needed to make God the CEO. Well, then in the first year, you know, I told you the the story of of the merchant services. Well, then you know, in the in the in the first year, we were just I worked from nine a.m. to three a.m. every day, just extremely extremely busy, and um, and I just couldn't couldn't do it. Uh, you know, sometimes I would, I couldn't even make a sentence because I was just so tired. <laughs> and so, you know, not only was my family have my back and in, in, in that, but, but, you know, um, but God walked us through that piece of really, and, and so the first year we do our first million from um, June to, to December and in, in sales. Um, and then going into to Q1, IBM says, says, um, hey, we nominated you, you need to fly to Vegas. You're, you're, we're nominating you for um, new business partner of the year. And as long as I've been, you know, 20 some years in, in the IBM world, and, and basically it was, I'm not saying that because I'm not that smart, but God was like, no, no, you just do what I've called you to do. And, you know, and so we know in, in the business world that CEOs are extremely important. And so now I realize there's all these stories that God has brought us through, but he's also saying, hey, if you make me the CEO, he said, I, I will mature this company to everything that I've de destined for it versus just one person. So I'm not against, not everyone has to do this, right? You know, but, but that's, the, you know, to answer the question, it's just been a huge part of, of our life. And, and then also, you know, just pointing others, other business owners in that to say, hey, you know, it doesn't matter how much you read the word, doesn't matter if you go to church, it doesn't matter, you know, there's, you have a heavenly father who loves you and who wants to be a part. I mean, there's a scripture that says he knows the number of hairs in your head and he knows us in that level of detail. Well, he wants to know 
our businesses, or he knows our businesses in that level of detail as well. And so he's just saying, hey, it's your choice. Do you want to include me in your business, in your life, or do you not? And so it's not about all the other things that that religion has made some things out, you know, uh, about, you know, which translation of the Bible you use, how much you pray, what God do you pray to? It's not about any of those things. I don't know all that there is to know about our Heavenly Father. That's why I point people, I point myself and, and everyone around me to, to Him, but it's really been extremely impactful. Um, and so, so I'm only saying this to give him glory. You know, we received the new business partner of the year. We actually were not only nominated, but they actually gave us the award. And, and um, two years later, we were the partner of the year again, not new business partner, but partner of the year. Um, and now we're, we're teamed up with SHL. And last year um, at the, be or the beginning of this year, they gave us the North America partner of the year for them. And so it's just really cool to see as, we're just focused on, on you know, serving and, and being a, an active part of our community. And, and you know, um, that God's like, and I'll take care of, you know, some of the accolades and some of the other pieces. And it's all a testament of him and, you know, what he, he does in your life. But yeah, well, cool. what, what, a, what a cool um, opportunity to, to share the word, because I, I'm in my mind, I'm picturing that, you know, you go up on stage to accept the award on the CEO's behalf, and now you get to tell that little story. Oh, yeah. And I tell everybody. <laughs> IBM knows it. Um, IBM knows it. You know, people are, are looking at me weird, but, but, you know, a lot of people have said, like you did, tell me about the story. And it's, again, it's just our story. Yep. You know, everyone else has the opportunity to have a similar story. And, and again, CEOs are important. And, and I take the role of, you know, managing partner very, very serious here in television as well. I mean, it's, it, it, but it's neat that, that, you know, like this show is, is trying to highlight there's people around you that need to get credit. And then also there's heavenly father, if you so choose. So the choice is up to every business owner. Do you want to use the people or you just want to say, Hey, I'm the man I've read this book. I continue to read books. I, you know, I've done this. I've done that. I'm, you know, you know, self-made. That's um, you can do that. It's your choice, right? But it's so much better to include others. It's so much better to see the value in others, and and then also, um, I highly recommend your heavenly Father who loves you and has a plan for your life and and a plan for your business. Yeah. So it's really really cool. That's awesome. Praise God. So you just mentioned um, people can read books and, and become self-made. I, I would actually um, even challenge that notion, right? If, if we've benefited from a book that someone else has written, we're no longer self-made because we've learned from their experiences, right? Yeah, no, well said. Yeah, I love to read books. So it wasn't a dig. On, yeah, no, on, no. I just, not a dig the, at all. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. The, the reason I say that is I've actually had a, a few conversations. Um, and almost everybody I've talked to agrees that we're not self made, but there's a few people who have said, you know, no, really, Tim, I'm self made. And, and then I, I get really technical with those people. And I said, well, somebody born you into the world. <laughs> right? So you weren't self-made because you didn't just appear, right? Right. Right. <laughs> so, right. Um, anyway, that segues me into um, Jim Rohn is one of my favorite authors, and and uh, he has a quote that we become the average of the five people that we spend the most time with. So as you think about that, 
um, quote. What's your reflections on that? Is that something that you find encouraging or, or discouraging or a little bit of both? Yeah, no, I love that. And you know, that's another part um, that as your relationship with your heavenly father, it's so relationships are so important. And so before I used to always, you know, look for on my own, look for, okay, I need to go this way with my business. So I need to find someone who's, who's successful in that area, right? Is that a bad approach? No, but it's not the approach now that I have. And the approach that I have now is, is truly saying, all right, father, you, you've called me on this path, right? You're the CEO, right? But also you're still the one who breathes life into relationships and relationships are huge. And so now I'm like, who do you want me to be in relationship with? And so some of the people in my life, um, uh, you know, I'm a part of in, in Kokomo, uh, my wife and I have, have, we're serving at, a, at an addiction counseling facility, man, the, the struggles of some people's lives and the, the questions that they have in life. I don't even know how to ask those questions, right? Cause I've never had to step in their shoes. So it's not just those that have been successful. I love those. I love success stories. Who doesn't? Right. But also those that, that may be struggling and overcome from those struggles, your businesses, we, you know, life, whatever it is, we have both. Yeah. We have the successful parts, we have the struggles. And so it's cool how, you know, you can be around people. Um, and, and, you know, generally, and that's how it happens for me is God put somebody in my life that, right. that I don't even know the direction, you know, what's going to happen a year from yeah. now. Yeah. But in our relationship, they've had a huge influence on, on now, you know, the next struggle or the next challenge or the next, I don't even know if it's, if it's good or bad in my, you know, just the next decision. And so it's really neat how, how, again, there's so many people of value around you um, that, you know, everyone around you has, has value. It's just, you know, not just seeing it with your natural eyes or assuming they don't know anything about business or right. <laughs> you know, could have any impact on, on your life or your business or anything else where it very much could. Fantastic. Well, Adrian, it sounds like you've been blessed with some incredible people uh, that have helped you on your journey. If they were all on the show here today, what would you want to say to them? Oh, man, I would love to, to tell them just how grateful I am and thankful I am for for believing in me and not giving up on me and you know just really um you know their their advice and coming coming from a position of of just saying hey i want all that is destined for you and and rightly so back back to them right so i'm just so grateful for the people who who have not given up on uh, on me uh, my family and and friends and in other business uh, owners and 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 other people in, in that have come across my path. I'm just so grateful. Um, I have a lot of lot of strong people around me. Grateful for Breach and every one of them. Wonderful. Well, Adrian, it's been a pleasure speaking with today. Uh, with you today, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Tim. Awesome. To everyone who tuned in, thanks for listening to the Self-Made is a Miss show with your coach, your host, Coach Tim Campbell. Be sure to help us spread this movement by liking the show and posting about it on social media. And to join our movement, go to bemadtogether.com. All right, folks, that's a wrap. Make sure to pay it forward and I'll see you all next time. Take care.